What's up, folks? It's Ken Ledesma. Uh, welcome to a new episode of TNE, the Nirvana Experience. Um, it's just me this week. Uh, we're gonna talk about a couple things. Um, first and foremost, I want to say I appreciate every last single one of y'all who listen to the show. Um, last week we had Raquel on, and that instantly became the number one most listened to episode out of all the episodes on did so i appreciate y'all raquel appreciate y'all i'm just glad y'all had a good time listening to it um it's a couple things i want to talk about um i was throwing ideas like man like me and jay always do to try to figure out what we're going to talk about for the current week and um he said something about you know talk about how the younger younger generation don't really care for the uh the elderly and stuff like that and um here's my view on that all right so as far as you know the the younger folks don't care about older people it's true to a certain extent um it just be a clash of views when it come down to certain things like from my perspective i'm gonna tell you what i notice and what i see my granddad, 81 years old. He's still functioning. He's still able to drive. He's still able to do everything. But there's certain things, like his views and morals on certain things, is still stuck in the old days. And there ain't nothing wrong with that most times. But the old model was go to school, graduate high school, get a good job, get a pension, and retire. And just work for somebody your whole life. You know what I'm saying? This generation ain't with this shit. Millennials and people born after uh, after the millennials, they they believe in doing shit for themselves and getting money for themselves and not taking shit from these folks at these jobs. And hey, you know what I'm saying? It's just when it comes down to working hard, we believe in working hard, but we work smart at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So like, we be at these job need bosses be on some bullshit. Like you can't take, you can't call off, you can't take a personal day off. Cause we need we be like, oh shit, fuck this shit. I'm gonna, I'm still taking the day off. Cause I need to take the day off. And then if you had, if you at work and you find an easier way to get shit done, they get mad at you for finding an easier way to get the same outcome. And if you take, if you do the old school way, so it's like our views be clashing on a lot of stuff. Another thing, I, another thing I noticed when it come down to this is what I'm talking about. The respect factor is gone. Like younger younger people, even even millennials and people like like they don't just they just don't respect elderly and the people no more. The things that I see on a daily basis, seeing young folks just straight up cuss out old people like they not their elders and shit. Man, I see folks talk to their grandmas crazy, talk to their granddaddies crazy, talk to their mom and dad crazy, and and they don't think twice about it. And, and I'm like, bro, how can y'all just sit here and just, just, just do shit like that, bro? I come from a time period. If I talk crazy to my parents or my grandparents, I won't be sitting here doing this this podcast with y'all today. I'd be somewhere, fucked off somewhere in the corner somewhere. But that, like I said, it just like 
That's just how I was raised. Bro, I see young kids be like, move out the way, old ass nigga. Like, I literally seen somebody do this shit on, on TikTok earlier today. And um, I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Bro, I'm going to tell you something else I seen on TikTok. I seen somebody, like some gang niggas, rob an old man and punch him out. He, they didn't kill him. They just, like, hit him. Like, they, just, they were just, like, punching him and shit and punched that old man out. Gangsters from back in the day, bro, and gangbangers from back in the day, they still had morals. Old people was off limits. Women and kids was off limits. And they don't do shit to you if you're in front of your kids, but you, get, you got your kids with you. These niggas nine days, these folks, these young folks nine days, they don't care about none of that shit. They don't care about none of that shit. And it's just a, it's just a, it's just a sad state that we as a people that we in right now, because what we young folks don't realize, we ain't gonna be young forever. So they do all this shit while we're young, and then if the Most High God make them, you know be on earth and blessed with years and years and years eventually if you keep living long enough you'll become an old person and you won't want no young person coming up to you punch you out when you at an old age and shit and young folk don't think about that and, and that and, and and that's the that's the issue it's just it, it's just crazy it, it just it's just fucking crazy um another issue I want, hey jay cargill bro all right, so this is going to be the part where I talk about wrestling a little bit. So, Jay, she appeared on NXT. She appeared on SmackDown. And she appeared on Raw. She appeared on something else. I, I know I'm forgetting something else, but I know she showed up on all three of the WWE shows. Bruh, uh, Jay talking about she going to be on Raw. I, me, personally, I feel like she going to be on SmackDown. Because, like, why not? Huh, Bianca have rivalries and shit. Like, bro, I don't want to see Jade on, on fucking Monday Night Raw. I don't want to see her go against Becky and all them. Like, no. Nah. Like, the only person on Raw that I want, I, I like to see Jade go against is Rhea Ripley. That's it. Other than that, bro, it ain't nobody on Raw that I even want to see her go against. So, uh, bro, and she's so fucking pretty. Bro, I used to watch her matches on AEW, bro. And her title reign used to remind me of Goldberg so much because Goldberg again the ring like back in the WCW day back in like in, a, in the late nineties during the Monday Night Wars, they are they are had a matches like Goldberg will start the match, he'll take a couple of bumps or whatever whatever, and he'll straight out I mean straight up win like he'll do the spirited and jackhammer, uh and and that's it and he'll win, like I never really saw him wrestle wrestle before he like do the same like shit and just do Goldberg shit, and that's what I used to see with Jade. Now, now, Jay used to have some matches where you could see that she actually, like, wrestling a little bit. Uh, Mark Henry, I think that's one of her teachers, like, teaching her how to, like, really wrestle and shit. But in WWE, that shit ain't going to fly. They they going to want you to go out there and put on the show. And as much as people want, don't want to um, admit this, WWE is the big leagues, bro. Like, for real, for real. Like, you can you can like AEW you like you can like Impact Wrestling you can like Ring of Honor you can like all that shit, but like deep down in these folks' hearts they know that WWE is the main event stage, bro. Like this where a lot of wrestlers want to go, and eventually if they do end up making the WWE and they have a bad experience, this when they be like, you know what, I don't want to go back to WWE. But they end game is to make it to World Wrestling Entertainment. 
And um, that's the biggest stage you can perform on. WrestleMania, bro, SummerSlam, women, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. That's the big four PLEs. And those, um, or you could throw Crown Jewel in there now because, you know, they're doing the stuff with Crown Jewel over there in Saudi Arabia. But those, the, the original big four, bro, those are spectacular. like, it can't nothing rival that, especially WrestleMania. Like, people try to, like, talk about, like, Super Bowl and all that type of shit. That shit, that shit cool and everything, but WrestleMania is its own monster within itself. And it's been going on for 40 years. Like, next year, make 40 years. So, Jay going to have to, like, actually wrestle these folks in, in the WWE if, if she want to have any type of longevity because she can't be garbage, bro. And I don't think Jay is garbage. Like, like I said, I've seen her do some, like, some actually wrestling before. Uh, but she was winning her matches way too easily over there in AEW. I ain't saying a lot. I mean, she had a couple of matches where she, you know, she went the distance and everything. But like I say, WWE is a different, it's a different breed, bro. It's a different breed. Whether well, the folks want to admit that shit or not. And I just, I just hope, you know, since she on jump ship and came over there to uh, WWE, that the story and rivalry she be involved in be, be good because I actually like her as a wrestler and shit. So now I want to see more. But uh, I just don't know what she fit in it because. I don't think she should. I don't think she should go to NXT because she already established like a name somewhat, and kind of like too big for w, uh for NXT. But at the same time, on the main roster, like like I said, I don't know who. I don't know. I rather I rather see her on SmackDown. But um, yeah, man, I, and I can't and I can't and, and speaking of SmackDown, I can't wait to um to uh watch SmackDown tomorrow. See what the Tribal Chief is going to do, because I already know, bro. My voice cracking and shit. I already know, bro. Tribal Chief going to show up and tell me how he, how he beat LA Night ass. I'm like, hell yeah. I, can, I, I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. I hope them folks do have a match at uh, Crown Jewel. I think I think they, I think it got announced. I don't know yet. But ain't, like if it is, it ain't been officially announced yet. But, uh, man, I just, I, I just, I, I just hope Jade, like, be a, a a mainstay in WWE. Um, what else I want to talk about? I said I'm gonna talk about. Oh yeah, hey y'all. So look, have y'all ever been on YouTube and y'all be watching videos or whatever it is? It could be anything. And on the on the, on the right hand side, or or if you scroll up, if you're on your phone, it have related videos or recommended videos, and you click on that. And then next thing you know, you just come to clicking on shit, and then you fall into like a a deep hole. Bro, I'm on YouTube last night, and uh, I had I had just came back from over one of my partners' house from playing Mortal Kombat and stuff. So I had came home, and uh, I was just on YouTube just looking at stuff. Uh, if y'all didn't know, I love Disney. I'm a real big Disney head. Like I love Disney, especially the animated movies. I love Disney. Uh, when I was growing up, I was a Disney Channel kid. Like I love Disney. So even to this day, as a grown man, I pay for Disney Plus. By the year, like I pay, uh, what seventy, almost seventy five dollars for the year, just to watch The Lion King one and two, and like certain old TV shows from back in the day I used to watch growing up for nostalgia reasons. But uh, I was on I was on YouTube looking at um 
uh, Mortal Kombat stuff, and on the side, it uh, on a recommended video, it said, uh, uh, Disney, no, no, the most scariest deserted Disney parks. I'm like, what the fuck? So I clicked on it. So I didn't know that the old Disneyland attractions and uh, theme parks and shit was like on the island and shit, like on certain islands and shit, like uh, Disneyland. Uh, fuck, what was the name? I can't remember the name of it. But they really did have an island, an old Disneyland. Uh, I think it's called Adventure River, Adventure or something. And you like you still can like you can't access it now, but some folks be going over there, sneaking over there to the to the to the theme park and be like walking around to see like how stuff still is. And even though it closed down years and years and years now, folks will go over there, sneak over there, and 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 wander around and see how stuff is. And and, and you'll be amazed how how good of condition that some of that shit still is over there. Like you can still see the rise and all the type of stuff and all the drawings and shit, but it's so creepy looking. And, and, it, and then think about it, it ain't only one park they got like that. It's a lot of amusement parks that's abandoned and you know Disney gave up on it and just left that shit there to uh uh just be vacant over the years. And I and I, I fell into a deep, deep air hole with this shit. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, man, I can't I can't believe this shit. And and I and I watched this shit for like two hours last night. And um what I was gonna do, I was gonna uh play a clip, but I forgot which one it was because I watched so many of them. But I was gonna play a clip so y'all can listen to what, what was said and then uh when I I want y'all to see. But that jump blocked off like it's blocked like the I think it's the adventure, adventure river one, I can't remember, but it's blocked off and it had been closed down for years and years, but Disney was still paying the utility bill over there, like keeping the lights on and shit, and um, until two thousand eight or, or two thousand nine. So it was still like they still was like paying for the electricity to run to their area, and I think after two thousand nine, they just finally just you know stopped paying for you know the upkeep or whatever. I mean, not the upkeep, but the electricity and shit. And people would go over there. People would go over there. And, Make up shit like, well, I saw the ghost of this, or I saw a dead body over there, and people and people and I would read like old, uh, uh, old little theories and shit, urban legends and shit, where it was like folks were saying that they see they'll see, uh, uh, it was it was dead bodies over there, and if you if you go inside certain parts where the what the waters used to be like, what the water slash used to be, you can see bodies floating and shit, and. and and, and if anybody know me, everybody know I'm shaking hell. So that shit was kind of spooking the fuck out of me later. And I'm like, God damn. But that shit was just so interesting. And it was just catching my my it was just catching my attention. I'm like, man. I'm like, man, this shit. Man. I, I, I wish I could remember what video that was that I watched so y'all can see it, so y'all can hear it. But I can't remember. But um another thing I want to talk to y'all about. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm I'm finna say something personal what I what I didn't tell nobody. Um when it comes down to being in a relationship and being involved with somebody, 
me i feel like that is that is it's human nature to want to be with somebody it's human nature to want to feel love and have a connection with somebody no matter who it is and when you go so long deprived of that you start becoming touch deprived and, and and everything like that and it make you socially awkward when it's time for you to like be in those situations now i'm gonna be honest one thing I do on this show is be real with y'all because y'all take y'all time out to listen to me and support me and stuff. So I'm always be open like a book. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I haven't had no relationship or none of that type of shit in years. I haven't had a woman or anything like that. Uh, mostly due to ch- uh, my personal choice, but a lot of that come from the fact that you know, um, I don't really vibe with a lot of women because like i don't i'm not the typical 30 year old man nine days um i'm not saying that i'm not saying that there's not women out here that's that's like not with this shit and all the time i just haven't came across it yet but a lot of women that i come across uh like but like back in 2020 i'm not gonna like i'll deal with a like a little young woman uh she was puerto, puerto rican real real pretty and I'm thinking that me and her finna be together and shit. And uh, I met her at my sister's job. Cause my, uh, she was a nurse at the hospital my sister worked at, used to work at. And uh, I met her. And she seemed like a, a good girl and shit. The whole time she got an OnlyFans. And her sister was the one that called and told me that she had an OnlyFans. I paid that $20 for it. But y'all know it's too. I talked about it on the, on the list talk. But uh, shit like that be happening to me. Come across motherfuckers who got OnlyFans. Come across motherfuckers who... Who just like, just like weird. Like, want me to do? Like, like I, I had a woman I was talking to before. She was like, "What you like to do?" I said, "I like to read. Uh, I play video games. I like to read. Uh, I play guitar. You know, I was just telling her some of the stuff that I like." And she was like, "Man, she was like, I ain't that shit sound kind of lame." I'm like, "What the fuck?" I like, "What you like to do?" She was like, "I like turning up," and that made me so mad. I'm like, "Bro, see, how can you be this pretty?" And be that fucking airheaded and fucking stupid, and you know that, and you know that didn't really work out with her. Like me and her didn't talk long and all that type of shit. Like I come into idiots like that, and the only reason I even brought this up because I was talking to a woman today, and uh, she worked with me, and um, she called me today, called me off today, and uh, we was talking, and she was like, Corey. You you seem like such a cool person. How come you don't got no no woman and shit? And I basically summed up like I kind of told her what I just said just minutes ago, but not in depth like that. And she was like, "Well, when men be saying stuff like that, it usually be them that be the problem and not the woman." And I'm like, "Bro, you can't say that all the time because like, man, I know for a fact in my case, I ain't saying I'm perfect. I ain't saying I'm the best man, but I strive every day." to be a good man and be a good person and shit and not deal with bullshit when it comes down to a woman because that's one thing I'm not going to do is put up with stupid shit with anybody, not even just a woman. So she laughed at me and shit. She was like, I'm just saying, she was like, you just seem like like you, you're such a good person and all that type of stuff. I like, bro, I, like, I appreciate that, but like, you don't really know me. So I'm just kicking shit with her, you know, talking to her and shit. And when we got off the phone, I started thinking to myself, I'm like, damn. I, like, I am, I am kind of like a 
a decent human and shit. How come it's so hard for me to make like the basic connection with a woman, bro? Now, no lie. If I just want to fuck, bro, that's the easiest thing to do. Bro, especially nowadays. Bro, it's so it's so easy to access fucking women nowadays. It's so easy to access fucking men if you're a woman. Bro, people don't have standards anymore. So you can meet somebody on social media and fuck them the same day. You can meet somebody in real life, fuck them within a couple of hours. Like, don't nobody got standards no more. Don't nobody got standards on, on nothing. So, like, having sex is easy. I don't want to just, like, have sex. I want to be with a woman that's my woman and we have a connection and eventually start a family and, like, we live life and go through life and grow through life together. And, um, when I think like that, I'm like, bro, I know I'm not corny for thinking like that because that's just the way it's designed to be. Like, God designed us to be together and want to be with each other and all that type of shit and not just to fuck multiple hoes and all that type of shit. It ain't, it ain't meant to be that. And let me tell you, I did this shit back when I was younger and shit. Bro, Back in the day, me, James, and, and Carl, we thought we were going to be some rappers, be in the music industry, fuck hoes, smoke weed, get money. But life had a different path for us. And um, having sex with all them different multiple women, that shit don't really mean shit anyway, because at the end of the day, you ain't doing them to get some coochie. And you still going to, like, when you go to bed, you still going to be in the bed by yourself at night, feeling empty and feeling alone. And um, when, I got, when I got off the phone with her, I was like, man... I'm like, I do deserve to uh, be with somebody because I am a good person. And I started thinking, I'm like, all right. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm going to give me a woman. It, she just, I just ain't found it yet and shit like that. And I, I want me a woman that's going to appreciate me and not embarrass me and not fucking, like, do shit to publicly humiliate me. Like, for like, like for instance, with, with Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. It feel like every which way, she find a way to humiliate that man. And what make me mad about that shit with Will Smith? Like re, uh, recently, he was like, he like he don't he don't even address nothing. Like I understand that you know when you in the public, you don't have to address shit. But like, I don't want to be letting her embarrass me like that, bro. It's like she it's like she say shit to intentionally humiliate this man. Like like the other day she talking about huh Will Smith been been separated since 2016 and saying shit like um uh, Chris Rock um uh, uh was hitting on her. Matter of fact, I'm I'm gonna pull up the audio. I'm gonna pull up the audio. Okay. I'm pull up the audio. All right, so this from the Today Show. It's a Jada Pinkett Smith addresses Will Smith slapping Chris Rock at the Oscars. All right, let's see. On Oscar night 2022, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock after Chris made a crack about Jada's hair. I could tell it bothered you. You, you did an eye roll. Like. Right. Yeah, and I did that eye roll not so much for me, and I think this is really important, but the fact that there could be a jab at alopecia. Will then went on a profane tirade warning Chris not to mention his wife's name. Jada couldn't believe what she was hearing. What is going on? Now, first of all, 
I'm really shocked because, mind you, I'm not there. We haven't called each other husband and wife yeah. in a long time. I'm like, what is going on right, right now? See, see, shit like that. We haven't called each other husband and wife in a long time. But before that shit happened, you they'd be on Red Table Talk talking about how they married and they best friend and all that type of shit. Like, like it's shit like like she in, intentionally embarrassed this man publicly. Like if I was with me, I wouldn't deal with this shit. I wouldn't be married with her. She would not have my last name. No bullshit. Wife's, Wife's name out of your yes. mouth, yes. right? And yes. I'm like, but now I'm really worried for Will because I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on. What viewer? Now she talking about she worried for this nigga, bro. That might be better than me, not unless or not unless, not unless Will Smith um, fucking up on other women and we don't know about it. They ain't said nothing about it because when she had that that table time, when she admitted to fucking August, I seen her son friend. In his house, ain't no, bruh, ain't no fucking way I still be with her. ...did not see at the time, while Oscar clips were being shown, was Chris Rock leaning over the stage to talk to Jada. And Chris looks to me and he says, Jada, I meant you, I meant no harm. Now, I, I'm just out of it because I'm yeah. really worried about and Will. what's Will doing? He's just sitting there? And Will's still talking. He's like, oh. he's still, because now he's mad because Chris is talking to me. And I go, Chris, this is about some old <laughs> That's all I could think to say, yeah. right? And I couldn't really take in his apology. How unusual for Will, a guy who, I mean, on that kind of stage to do something so insane. Absolutely. It's totally it's out of character. It's not him whatsoever. And to Jada's surprise, she was also blamed. You became the bad guy. Look yeah. what Jada made him do. Bruh, she is the, bruh, she is, bruh, she the whole villain of this whole thing. Whether folks want to admit that shit or not, Jada Pink Smith is a fucking villain. A fucking villain. Jada rolled her eyes and look what he did. He ran up there and hit Chris. Yeah. Poor Will. That's what the narrative became. Yeah. She says that's because two years earlier, Jada discussed what she called an entanglement on her show, Red Table Talk. My honest opinion about that is that narrative had more to do with the false narrative that I helped to create on the Red Table. So poor Will because of... Now she calling that shit a false narrative. Man, I can't... Bruh. Bruh. You have to stay away... Brothers, y'all have to stay away from women like that. She's a fucking narcissist. Same thing with the sister. Y'all got to stay away from dudes like that, bro. Bro. Now she's saying that entanglement is a false... Uh, what she say? She made it up. Like, false narrative. Man, bro. I'm telling you, bro. She admitted that she fucked this nigga in that main house that she grew in the hair. Of the... The adulterous in- wife. Yeah. Who forced him to go to the table and sit there... You know what I mean? And now look at what she's done. She has the power with an eye roll to make him go up and slap somebody on stage. Hmm. So that was from her point of view. And she says that there was. Uh, I feel you know, what? you can't even really feel sorry for Will Smith because he do what he would. Bro, it's been time where this woman has admitted she ain't want to be married plenty of times. But he wanted Will Smith wanted like like me. 
he want the image and want the family dynamic. He want a wife and kids and having a good life and being successful. That's what he wanted. But she always said she never saw herself being married. She didn't want to be married. Uh, she admitted that on a wedding day, it was a disaster. She was pregnant. She like she like she just hated the wedding. Uh, it, it's just a lot of shit. Like it's a lot of signs. See, the thing is, we be having signs shown to us, but we be so in, like enwrapped in intertwined with what we doing we be ignoring that shit because we be wanting that shit so bad like when you and like like i really did believe that will smith loved jada pinkett i really did believe that shit but she do not love him she may did at one point but she don't but jada don't love will smith because if she did if she loved him and respected him she wouldn't be bringing up tupac name every chance she gets she wouldn't be talking about Tupac is her soulmate when she is married to Will Smith. When you married to somebody, the person you married to is supposed to be your soulmate. And even if you don't feel that way personally, you should never ever say out loud in public on platforms another man is your soulmate and you married to somebody. That's why I be saying she don't love this man and, and, and whether we want to believe this shit or not a lot of this shit go on every single day a lot of this shit go on every day on a daily basis a lot of men who be real weak to women like like they either ain't have a woman before don't have a lot of luck with women especially if she a real pretty woman because i ain't saying a lie she might not look like it now but at the time when will smith married jada pinkett she was stupid pretty bro she was super fine jada pinker always had a real pretty face like she was always real pretty in the face uh i don't know what she did like if she had like cheek implants or fillers or whatever but she don't look the same but uh when when, when men have real beautiful women and they fall weak to him and that, and and that woman know he ain't gonna stand up to her and put his foot down she gonna do she gonna do whatever she wants she gonna run over him. That's why we don't supposed to be like that. Uh, this day, Jada Pinkett Smith reveals she and Will Smith has been separated since 2016. The fuck? Let's see this. We are back 814 with Carson and Hoda's exclusive interview with Jada Pinkett Smith and everyone's going to be talking about this. Yeah, she is one half of Hollywood's most powerful couple. She's at the center of constant gossip and controversy, including that slap at the Oscars. She was sitting right next to Will Smith. I don't care about this. I don't care about none of this. Let's fast forward. There are so many surprising things in the book, but the thing that surprised me the most that I actually had to reread it because I said, is this true? Right. Was that in 2016, you and Will decided that you were going to live completely separate lives. It was not a divorce on paper, but it was... How can you live totally separate lives when you marry? Not a divorce on paper, but it's a divorce. That's 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 stupid shit within itself, bro. That man, bro. This is why I be saying what I be saying, bro. This shit don't be making sense. This this this, bro. I'm I'm real jealous of people who have found their person they want to be with, because. The dating pool fucking sucks, bro. 
if that shit fucking sucks. If you ain't found somebody, bro, if you found somebody and both of y'all work out and y'all good and all that type of shit, bro, stay together, work through y'all issues and shit. Now, I ain't saying stay with somebody if they're abusive or the relationship just don't work. Y'all just ain't compatible or working out or something. Like, okay, that's cool. But if y'all together and y'all truly love each other and all that type of shit, bro, work out whatever problem that you have, bro, because, man, it ain't shit out here. It's so hard dating folks. Because nowadays the world don't, society don't care about a lot of shit. Nobody wants to be in love no more. That's why it ain't no, bro. You remember back in the nineties, like nineties and early two thousands, when men sung R and B songs, and they'll have one hand on their chest, grabbing their chest, and the other hand reaching out, and they be singing talking about how much they love the woman and how much they miss her and all the type of like niggas don't niggas ain't singing about being in love and wanting a woman and all the type of shit. They ain't making songs like that no more. Ain't a divorce so from the year 2016 which is seven years ago now (laughs) yes y'all have been apart yeah but in public the couple who married in 1997 denied the gossip about their marriage this interview on bravo's watch what happens live with andy cohen was taped a year after will and jada separated so how long have you guys been together? Uh, 23 years. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. How do you keep it hot? Um, how do I keep it hot? Uh, you know, uh, maybe, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm baffled. This really. bitch. Over the next several years, Jada and Will kept up the appearance of a committed married couple. They even faced a scandal when Jada had what she called an entanglement with a family friend. Neither let the public know they had already split. So I guess my question is, I feel like you're a straight talker. I am. Except you're not sometimes. Yeah. So Bro, why, why she got on her veins and her forehead like this? I think just not being ready yet. Mm. Still trying to figure out between the two of us. Yeah how to be in partnership, right? And in regards to how do we present that to people, you know? And we hadn't figured that out. During our walk in Baltimore, Jada reflected on their breakup. Why did the relationship fracture? Oh, why it fractured, that, that's a lot of things. Yeah. And I think by the time we got to 2016, we were just exhausted with trying. I think we were both kind of still stuck in our fantasy of what we thought the other person should be. Jada says she considered a legal divorce, but could never go through with it. I made a promise that there will never be a reason for us to get a divorce. We will work through whatever. And I just haven't been able to break that promise. All right. So she just said they will work through whatever, but at the same time, they just said, she just sat here and said that they've been separated since 2016 seven years but they'll work through whatever they don't that that ain't adding up because they were really working through whatever they would have patched this shit up they would have patched this shit up they would have worked this shit out it's been seven years she would have never bruh she would have never fought august Asina if that was the case if, if she was willing to work this shit out and never get a divorce and all that type of shit she would have never did what she did that's why i be saying you can't man actions speak louder than words you can't just go about off what somebody be saying okay. most time mm. But you still live separately. We live separately. 
I have so wow. many questions. So do I. I have so many questions. It was the strangest. Um, it was the strangest kind of revelation mm-hmm. to realize that these two people have, no have had, had separate lives. Man, <laughs> I it just it just it's crazy out here. That why I tell you know uh, I remember in Let's Talk Part Two. I was talking. I was telling y'all that. Uh, I was telling y'all that. Uh, I was jealous of Jay because you know he got a wife and kids and got the house and everything like that. And I mean I don't feel that way no more. But I used to feel that way. <clears throat> I used to feel that way because, bro, it's 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 so hard to be on a dating scene now because it, these folks don't. It it's just rough. It, it, just, it just super rough because like and then you had to worry about folks using and wasting your time you had to worry about folks uh 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 lying and not being real bro and speak I, another thing I, I just thought about it it popped into my head while i'm still thinking about this shit with jada pinkett bro she said while tupac was locked up he asked her to marry him now i don't know if that's true or not i don't know but tupac already had a fiance like he was already engaged to be married at some point in time and like i said i don't know I don't, like i don't know these folks these celebrities they got you know they in a different world than what we are and plus that shit happened when i was when i was a little child so but it just it just it just amazes me like tupac been gone from earth uh 20 some years and she's still talking about that's her soulmate and all that type of shit he, been, he ain't been alive for 20 some years and she been married for 20 some years to will smith and she just embarrassed that nigga no i be i be, I just i just be feeling bad for Will Smith. well no i don't it's like it's like it's like i feel bad for will smith but at the same time i don't because you can't you just can't you just can't and i'd be like what if it what's that white girl name that they were just in the in the, in the barbie movie uh what's her name uh, uh robbie mark margot robbie when they did they moved together back in what 2016 2017 2015 uh it was called focus and you know they were taking all them pictures together 50, uh, I'm about to say 50 Cent. Margot Robbie and Will Smith taking all the pictures together. Folks thought they were fucking on. He probably did hit her. There ain't no telling. But he, that man need to live his life. Now, I ain't telling him to go out there and be a hoe or nothing like that because I don't believe in that type of behavior. But uh, don't nobody deserve to be in a marriage where they get publicly humiliated all the time, every day. Nobody, man or woman. I don't give a fuck. Uh, moving on. Uh, I really don't have too much to talk about other than that because what's today? It's Thursday, October 20th, uh, October 19th, 2023. Uh, okay. I have some stuff I need to get done, but you know, me being a procrastinator and just waiting to the last minute. 
I, I, I should have been did it, but I got some very important stuff that need to be done. Uh, before I leave, before I leave and get off, um, you know, end the episode this week, it's not going to be a long one. Um, from the bottom of my heart, bro, I started this podcast months ago. And all I want to do is just do a podcast and talk to people and tell folks my thoughts and get my opinions. Everybody everybody has an opinion, but, you know, some folks say that everybody don't need their opinion heard, which is crazy. It's true, but at the same time, whatever. My fan base that I, I built, I didn't do it by myself. I had my brother on a couple episodes. I had Jay on five. He, he just was on his fifth one. And pretty soon, I think he should be on here next week or the week after next. But, uh, yeah, Raquel did two. Uh, Chris, he did one. So it took it took my whole team that I, you know, that I be with all the time and talk to every day to make this happen. And for y'all to, you know, to appreciate what I do and to, to appreciate, you know, just sit here and listen to me just talk. But I just be talking. Like like last week when me and Raquel did an episode, when we talk on the phone, that's how our conversations be. It just this time we I just decided to like record it. So y'all can hear us talk. But that's 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 basically how we be every time we talk. Our chemistry be off the off the chain. And for people to come back every week and listen to me talk, listen to my friends talk, listen to us talk. I really appreciate that because y'all can be doing anything y'all want with y'all time. You can be fucking doing whatever. But y'all chose to search me and listen to me and hear what I got to say. And from y'all doing it, the show is expanding. Like like I, don't, like I said, I've only been doing this a couple months. But the, the episode with Raquel, as of right now, it is what's today? Today Thursday. All right. So as of right now, the episode has accumulated over the course of a couple of days, one thousand six hundred twenty-seven listens. That means almost seventeen hundred people are listen to us have a conversation and just talk. I see every week that the listens listeners um count is going up the subscriber count is going up on uh on the platforms across the board and i just want to say i appreciate this shit so much because uh i didn't even think it was gonna grow this fast let me tell you something when you be seeing folks be like look you could be whatever you want to be just do it you never know what's gonna happen if you don't do it this shit true i was supposed to have started the nirvana experience years ago back in 2019 but i was waiting on somebody to do it with me and all that type of shit and it just never took off but uh when i finally decided i was, I was just sitting at home one day and i was like man i just want to do a podcast and i found out how to you know like record my audio and distribute it to like the different platforms i found out how to do it and i was like you know i'm just i'm just fucking i'm just gonna do it i got a mic i ain't doing nothing and i really want to do this so i, I just took the first step and i did it now if you listen to TNE first episode and then you listen to the last two episodes, you'll hear a drastic 
major improvement. But the first episode is my favorite episode out of all the ones I did. Because you can hear how inexperienced and how nervous I was. And how, how many times I say, no, I'm saying over and over and over again. How I'm uncomfortable in front of the microphone compared to how I am now. And I just and, and, and I just I just love that episode because it just showed where I was at at the time. And when I go back and listen to it, and then I listen to the following week's episode, I'm like, man, within these last couple months, I came a long way. And it's all because of, you know, I, I'm not gonna say it's all because of y'all because if, if I didn't have the listeners, I'd still be doing it. But it makes it so much better that I have people actually following me and listening to me. And I and I and I appreciate y'all so much. Um, it was a dream. It was a dream of mine for a long time, and and y'all making my dream come true. I don't have the biggest platform. I don't have the biggest audience uh, in the podcast game. I don't, but it's constantly growing every week, and 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 that's what it's about. It's about growth. It's about expanding and being better each time. Each time I touch this microphone and get in, and get in this studio where I'm at now and record the episode. I want to be the best I can do for that week. You know what I'm saying? I don't never get on this job and half-ass it, try to be lazy or none of that type of stuff because people, uh, I notice that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I ain't trying to be on that type of timing um, because I genuinely enjoy this. Like, this, and a lot of stuff I do in my life, this is one of my favorite things. This is the most favorite thing that I love to do every week. I actually look forward to recording TNE every week. Throughout the week, me and Jay, we talk about ideas, what we can do for the show and everything. Uh, Jay, he over the socials for uh, Nirvana Experience. He's showing me how the engagement is on TikTok and and y'all engaging on TikTok. And majority of y'all like the episode last week with Raquel. Like I said, I appreciate y'all following us on social media. Uh, if you haven't already, follow us on, on TikTok at TNE Beyond. Um, what is on the Twitter page of TNE Beyond? Uh, Twitter, with you know, Twitter X is the same difference. Um, and like I said, comment on videos that he that he posts, or uh, go on a, um, on the Twitter page. Well, what I need to start doing is start you know being a little bit more active on Twitter and uh, well X and 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 and, and, and grow the engagement on that so y'all can give us ideas for the show and. Tell us y'all thoughts about what y'all liked and all that type of shit. And like I said, I just I just super appreciate y'all because like you like I'm not getting paid. Like I'm gonna be real with y'all, I'm not getting paid to do this yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm not getting I'm not making no money to do uh, the Nirvana experience. I'm strictly doing this for the love of doing this. And when you can do something without getting paid for it. It just makes when you start getting paid to do something you love even better. Because I can do this and not get paid for because this is what I love to do. And and like I said, y'all help me achieve my dream each week when I look at the analytics and it's people all over the world, not even just in the United States, people in Germany and Singapore and like everywhere, like places I never even heard of is taking time out to listen to uh, the Nirvana experience. And it's not only just one time. It's multiple times and most like in Asia countries and everything. Like people all over the world are literally listening to us talk. And 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 I appreciate this shit so much. And 
I want to, I want to, like I said, I want to thank y'all for that. Uh, next week, I don't know if it's next week or the week after next. Uh, Jay Jamal, he's gonna be back on the show, and um, like I say, I, I appreciate y'all. I thank you so much, and that's gonna be it for this week episode. I see y'all this week. Peace.